Hi, I'm Walton Hemden. And I'm Ryan Myers. And welcome to The Tip-Off. The Tip-Off is brought to you by DHSPress.com. Check out Fantasy Football Talk by Ian Whitfield, all on DHSPress.com. We'd also like to thank our other sponsors, Subway and the Great Falls Plaza. Try their new Subway sliders and mix and match a variety of options, all at Subway. Okay, Ryan, our topic. Uh, ejections. A lot of a lot, ejections and texts, I'd say. Because there's a lot of both in the NBA this year. We're about halfway through the season, and there's already been almost 400 technical fouls assessed to players alone and just under like 600 games played this season which is a lot that is that is crazy and I don't know um what the NBA is, if the NBA is going to do anything about it mm-hmm. or what they're going to do about it but they feel like they need to do something well the NBA has gone soft dude ever since you know the 90s or even early 2000s just the NBA they've been I don't know. It's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah. a lot of the players um, in this league right now, uh, they were raised back when the NBA was hard. So they learned how to play hard defense and uh, how to not, I mean, how to use their hands a little more uh, than go freely. So I understand why a lot of players are getting frustrated how soft the NBA is. Because when, like, the people they were watching back with Kobe and, like, even early Carmelo, all the players coming to the league are coming into a softer league, you know. It's not as physical, and when it is physical, you know, how they are raised, they're they're not going to get pushed around. They're going to fight back. Um, speaking of that, why don't we talk about Jimmy Butler and uh, TJ Warren? Yeah, that was – I think that was stupid. I think TJ got beat on something easy. It was probably something that was happening earlier because yeah, I yeah. feel like Jimmy didn't just – like, if you get fouled like that, it wasn't like it was like a – terribly hard foul like he was trying to like kill him or anything like that I don't think I don't know why Jimmy uh his head exploded when um TJ pulled him back maybe something was being said earlier they were already talking about it talking to each other mm. and that kind of stuff and then uh especially it's like they were up by so much they were yeah. they were up by 23 I don't understand why Jimmy Butler got so mad and yeah so and, he, and he beat him off the dribble and then TJ was just like oh I got beat and let yeah. me like grab his TJ arm was foul. definitely frustrated he was not having the best game mm. himself and they were losing by over 20 points so I understand why he would do that like but Jimmy Butler got mad yeah he got really Jimmy mad Jimmy Butler and full they started going to Southern Garden at it. And then uh, <laughs> they didn't even get ejected. They both got texts for themselves. Um, and they didn't even get ejected until later yeah. when uh, Jimmy was on, when TJ Warren was all up on Jimmy. And um, Jimmy, like, bumped him with his elbow or shoulder and got an offensive foul. And then uh, TJ Warren started clapping in his face. And that's okay for an extent. Mm-hmm. But he started following him and, like, clapping, clapping in his yeah. face. And then uh, uh, the ref gave... Uh, TJ Warren another tech and got him ejected and Jimmy was started blowing kisses to him. It was, it was really funny. Wow, that's what I, I, I found it funny. I found it funny. I mean, it was funny. Let's see if that happened like a long time ago. There's not really like unsportsmanlike conduct. The NBA has gone soft. I yeah, mean, I think it's a player safety thing because I don't think they want as many fights. I don't think they want uh, the league reputation to be like like a league full of un um, yeah. uncivilized and crazy. Like dudes that don't know how to uh, use their words and just fight whenever something goes down. You so. know, they're athletes. They're competitors. They're, when they're in the game, like you know how like Stephen Curry is like a family man. Yeah. And he like he's like this. He's this role person. Like he's a model person. Yeah. But then when he's in the game, he like he like does all these celebrations, the shimmy, and like how we can be like a scumbag on the court. It's because when you're on the court, you're not the same person as you are off the court. Yeah, no, of And that, that's like, for both of us, like, I mean, we've both played basketball. Yeah, you know, yeah. When you're, when you're in a competitive state, you're you're in the zone. 
you forget who you are sometimes. Of course, yeah, and I think that a lot of a lot of fans don't realize that, and the NBA knows a lot of fans don't realize that, so that's why they try to go soft. But regardless, this this text, I mean, if you don't want your perception to be like everybody is like some like they only fight and they're like a bunch of banshees and all that kind of stuff and they <laughs> fight whenever yeah. something goes down, that's okay. But you also don't want a reputation as like these guys are just like babies and they're just gonna cry about everything and get yeah. texts every like five seconds because they don't get the call they want. Mm. And I think that's something that needs to be addressed too. I don't know how they're gonna address it. There's a couple ways they might be able to go about it, but I think that there's something that needs to happen, whether that's a league stance or a player stance about I mean, like texts. There's definitely a limit. Like there, there's a limit to how like <laughs> how aggressive you should be in the yeah. NBA, especially nowadays. Um, Demarcus Cousins. Um, as he has the most ejections as a player who's still in the league, he has yeah. 13 all time. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> and I mean, obviously he's boogie. He's known for being mad. You know, even on the Kings, you saw it. he has like he has that face where even when he smiles, he looks like he can kill you. You know what I mean? Like yeah, <laughs> he can like he gets you that that like heavy face. But um, that's all time ejections. He's second all time. First all time is Rasheed Wallace mm-hmm. with 29 ejections. That's more than twice as much as DeMarcus Cousins has. And that's crazy. I personally did not watch Rasheed Wallace play uh, because, uh, you know, we're both young. Did you watch him play? Nah, nah. Yeah, nah. I didn't see him play. Back we were, like, um, babies. But obviously, um, he was, how do I say this nicely? Hard nosed. Yeah, hard, hard nosed. <laughs> Sick, probably. Like a, like a super villain or something. I think that he was just, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Because, this is this is an absurd amount of ejections. Twenty nine, dude. That's that's like almost a third of the season the NBA. And Rasheed Wallace, I don't even think he played all eighty two games. So that could have been like half a season <sighs> doing that. Like, oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, before we get into the leaders um, and the ejection stats in 2019-2020, let's talk about last year. Okay. Uh, Blake Griffin had thirty seven offensive fouls last year. Yeah. Twelve texts and two ejections. Those stats right there show how much of a competitor, in my opinion, Blake Griffin really is. He's a competitor, but he I think it's because of his aggressiveness, too. He drives to the basket all the time, Yeah, and that leads to offensive fouls. You get charges, that kind of stuff. So I don't think it's a necessarily level of like mm-hmm. him being like a bad guy or somebody that just yeah. always gets And like obviously, you see fouls. Blake Griffin off the court. He's like one of the nicest people ever. You see him do like all these stand-ups and like roast battles. and like Yeah, he's a funny guy. He, he, he's, a, he's a cool guy. Yeah. But then um, Jokic, that one actually kind of surprised yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He leads the league in ejections for last year. Yeah. Three ejections for Nikola Jokic. I don't even remember him getting ejected once, to be honest. And nine texts. I remember one, but he gets like, it was like he just got really pissed over a call mm-hmm. and he ended up getting ejected. But uh, I'm not surprised about the third guy, Kevin Durant, with 13 texts and one ejection. Yeah, that's not surprising. To dude, me. dude is like he's he's honestly him and Kyrie are gonna be like the best of baby bros in uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, that's a whole like alliteration right there. Yeah. Big baby bros in Brooklyn. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> whole alliteration. <laughs> no, Kevin Durant. Uh, over the years, you just seen him grow as a. As a person who likes to get what he wants, you know. I mean, he's he's he's. I think he likes to be the villain now. I think he's. Kind of, I think he embraced the role of being a villain after he went yeah. to Golden State. Everybody hated on him, so it was like, I'm not gonna try to change your opinions on me. I'm just gonna take it as the villain. So he's just been like this villainous kind of guy on the yeah, court yeah. lately. 
Um, and I, I just kind of like it, but, I mean, the texts are just excessive for him. He's not, like, a bad guy. Yeah. He's not a guy that's going to end up fighting anybody. <laughs> I mean, he's all talk. Everybody knows this about Kevin Durant. Especially his tweeting, you know. I'll tweet. I'll tweet. I'll tweet. Pat Bev does not surprise hey, me. Hey, my guy, Pat Bev, you already know. <laughs> yeah, we're, Clippers, uh, yeah, baby. You're a guy getting 10 texts and two ejections. I mean, hey, <laughs> hey. He gets in players' heads, bro. Sometimes that happens. You know, you can't. Can't always be the nicest guy on the court, and if you're trying to get in that guy's head, like a James Harden or Russell Westbrook or any of these other guards, he's gonna need guards in um, in game. I mean, you got to get oh, in their head somewhere. He's good at getting people's head. Yeah. I mean, like one time, like for uh, for Pat Bev, like when I first think of him, what I recall is I'm a Lakers fan, and uh, last year I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. Two years ago it was Lonzo. Lonzo, yeah, game. Lonzo's first game. Pat Beverly absolutely strapped him. Oh yeah, he made. He said, "Welcome to the league." He said, well, he said "Welcome yeah. to the league." He said. Him. He said in the interview post game, he was like, um, he was like, they were talking about how you like guarded Lonzo so well. How do you feel? Because he's like a big, like, high percentage player. Yeah, he had a lot of hype. He was just like, "Welcome to the league," Rook. and then. Uh, Lonzo's actually had that, that's a whole that's a whole different topic. He's actually been playing really well lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's been showing out for the Pelicans, so that's always good. Yeah. Um, and then Serge Ibaka, he's a rim protector, so they he gets he gets a lot of fouls. Thirty six offensive fouls. That's that's insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's always around the basket, so I mean you get fouls. I don't I don't know how he gets that many, but. That yeah. that just that just uh, another big time injection. Uh, if we move on to the uh, the subject of this year, uh, Kemba Walker. Yeah, he got ejected, and I think it was his first ever ejection, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. Um, he, I guess he was, he was just mad over a call, and it, it was a bad call. But, I mean, it happens. I just think that getting ejected because you argue about a bad call is so like unnecessary, and that's what I mean when I talk about like the like a league stance about going soft because like they didn't. You don't need to get ejected because you think they made a bad call. He wasn't fighting with anybody. He wasn't like assaulting the ref or harming the safety of anybody in the game mm-hmm. he was just arguing about a bad call and that's uh i mean at I most attack. he was he was mad the spurs absolutely crushed them yeah the spurs blew him out like and that was so unexpected because you know the celtics are playing relatively well this year the spurs beat the bucks too i think they could they're starting to climb back i'm that's a, the again another topic for another day see the martyr rosen slam yes and you know you see rudy gay <laughs> oh my god yeah the spurs they're crazy. in a ninth right now they're what a game behind with for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies mm-hmm. for the uh, A seed in the uh, Western Conference. So it's it's gonna be close to see who gets that last spot. But the Spurs are definitely climbing yeah. back into it. So um, anyways, a call that uh, Kemba Walker was mad about was uh, Marcus Aldridge set a screen. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he said like an illegal screen on the yeah, dude, and, and it wasn't call it. called. Um, Brad Stevens was mad too about it, but I mean stuff like that happens. I think that. It wasn't set right, and he, the Marcus Aldridge definitely ran him yeah. over. I mean, when I saw that Kemba Walker, like his he, reaction, he I thought, yeah, I thought he was about to fight the ref. Like he started flexing his arms, saying, "What are you doing?" Like, yeah, was, I like, think he was just mad because it's like that. Honestly, that kind of stuff is like embarrassing for small guards when you like come yeah. off a screen and you get hit hard by like a big guy, and then you get like you fly all over the place, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like dang, this guy's tiny in the looks of it compared to like this big body center. So he was probably just, like, upset that, like, he didn't get the call because it makes him look bad now. But, I mean... And Kemba Walker, like, him getting ejection is weird. He got the 2017 NBA Sportsmanship Award. Yeah. So him getting ejected from a game is just... I never imagined it. And, like, him getting that mad at a ref, like, he's not getting it this year. That's all I'm saying. Like, he's not getting that reward again. 
Well, uh, I mean, he might get it again. I just think that, like, yeah, I right. mean, a lot of a lot of players get it. Like, there's been so many texts, dude. Like, um, it, like it's there's actually the most text. This year's the most text in like the past like, I was gonna say decade, but you know, it's only been a year in the decade right now. Technically, if you want to go that. Oh, by the way, happy New Year. Oh yeah, happy New Year. Yeah, this is the I first know. podcast in 2020. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that because we're we're, we're kind of late to the party. We're what 13 days in, <laughs> yeah. and we're getting our first podcast out. So, um, but um, to all the people that do enjoy this podcast, we will be uh, on a more regular schedule yeah, more as of 2020. Um, so uh, yeah, just be stay in touch, stay tuned because we will be uploading hopefully, oh definitely once a week. And um, we're gonna try to get uh, some like sometimes twice a week too. So, mm-hmm. um, but another thing about uh, technical fouls. So why do you think the players end up arguing with the refs, knowing that they're gonna get attacked? Because I think at this point it's like, if you argue with the ref, they're not gonna change a call, and you're probably gonna get attacked at this point. So I don't know why people still. Argue, are so keen to argue with referees now. I don't. You think you have any uh, viewpoint on that? Um. Well, I don't know if it's like legal to change. Uh, I mean, you can see a replay and change a call, but uh, I don't know why they argue with it. To be honest, I just feel like that's that's always been in the league to disagree with the ref. Uh, yeah. Because when you know when you like you as yourself as a player, if you get a call on you in clutch time, or um, if you get if there was if you get fouled and they don't call it. It really gets annoying because you're you're the one you know what happened. Yeah, and especially if it's obvious and other people know what happened too, and the ref ruins the play for you. The ref might have not seen it, but the fact that you're playing a sport of basketball and you're so you're in a competitive mind like state of mind, obviously you're gonna argue at the person who disagreed with you mm. as a player. Yeah, so it it, it makes sense. I I fully understand it. Uh, but you know the ref's job is hard. Yeah, Seeing, refs do have a difficult job. I think that. They don't get enough love from the fans. They always get a lot of hate because of the bad calls, but they never get any love yeah. for well, the I mean, good as calls I said too. before, the, the ref did a great job stepping in in between TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler. That yeah, no, fun. the refs are, I like that now. The refs are really fast to uh, react when they see a situation that could escalate into something big. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for the league for player safety and, of course, for the uh, the rep that the league has. Um, I, I mean, the, I think the coaches, too. I think coaches. You just step up because guys like if I'm a Clippers fan, but Doc Rivers, dude, <laughs> he loves getting ejected, and it's like I love you, Doc, but you can't be doing this kind of stuff. It makes you look bad as a coach, and it makes a team look bad when you get ejected because you're not just like any other player. You are a coach of the team. You're supposed to lead the players. Yeah. So and if you're getting ejected, it looks really bad. That's why Coach LeBron doesn't get any texts. Go Lakers. Yeah, LeBron doesn't get any texts. He's basically coach. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any ref that LeBron one. You never really see LeBron arguing with the refs. I think that he no, I see LeBron arguing with refs a lot. He talks with the refs though because he's such a high. He's LeBron, so they're not gonna. The refs aren't gonna be quick to get. The refs him praise LeBron. They're the type of people to like after just refing his game to ask him for an autograph. You know, he's LeBron James. No, I mean if refs aren't keen to uh, give LeBron texts uh, really quick. Um, so I think that, that they just, I think LeBron is just a different caliber player. Yeah. And he's just not going to get as many texts as other players do. Uh, I think that we're at a good stopping point. Yeah, no, I think we are too. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of the tip off, please, uh, come back for more. We'll be posting more regularly, like we said. And, uh, finally, thank you to our sponsors, Subway and the Great Falls Plaza. 
try their Subway sliders and all different types of uh, amazing subs and sandwiches you can have at Subway. Don't forget to check out DHSPress.com. Uh, if you're watching this podcast, you're probably on it right now. Yeah, so, so stay uh, on yeah. and uh, check some more stuff out. Thank you and Thank goodbye. You. Have a good one.